Welcome to the Mom Guilt Podcast. I'm your host, Vanna, a dermatology nurse practitioner turned wellness enthusiast. We're not here to get rid of mom guilt. Instead, we will give you the tools and systems to get you through whatever season you're in because when you have the right systems, you're able to experience freedom in motherhood and prioritize yourself. Mom Guild exists to introduce you to the life-changing habits that can create a life you never thought possible. If you're listening to this, you are not here by mistake, and I can't wait for you to dive into all things wellness and prioritization. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Mom Guild podcast, a hodgepodge of skincare, beauty, mental health, wellness. I mean, you name it, we talk about it. And I thought I was going to have to record this episode in New York. If you follow me on social media, you know that we got stranded there with all of the weather. And it wasn't that it was terrible. I think it's just that Nashville never prepares for the weather that we have. So we couldn't, the plane couldn't land in Nashville or the planes from the West coming in weren't available for us to take home. Either way, we had three canceled flights and stayed two extra days in New York, which was needless to say, very expensive, but totally worth it. Like I I wouldn't have wanted it to change because if we were going to get ahead of it, we would have had to leave early. We wouldn't be able to do Hamilton, which was my first Broadway show and it was great. So wouldn't change it, but it was very unexpected. But you know what? It would have been totally fine. I'm sure Chase, my editor, wouldn't appreciate <laughs> like editing from my phone recorded. Um, but it would have been totally fine because I'm going to show up for you. I am going to be consistent. I have so far. I'm super proud of myself. And I would have gotten it out there. And I'm really excited about this episode. It may be short and sweet because it's like, I'm not going to do a deep dive because I don't think people are coming here for like the scientific part of it. Like maybe one day and hopefully I'll get to a place where I'm actually a guest on other podcasts about this, but you have heard me start to allude to more holistic acne practices. And one of the things that is huge, and I've done this in myself, and I'm not even that acne prone, but I've switched to more acne safe products and I'm doing it slowly. Like I'm not stressing about this. I'm not wasting a ton of money and like throwing everything out and then buying all this new stuff. Like as I need it, I'm going and I've gotten to the point where I have switched all of my skincare and base makeup, like not my mascara and eyeliner, because again, I'm not super acne prone, but if, if you are, you probably need to pay attention, but I've switched everything and I am loving it. My, my skin is so much better. And even if you're not someone that's acne prone, I think this will greatly benefit you because think about it. A lot of this is from inflammation, inflammation. I'm going to get into the like kind of the logistics like surface level of like why this is important but for even someone that's out there that that does not get acne on their face I didn't even really get acne on my face it's really it's bad on my back it's clearing up because I am switching 
to organic coffee I have for a week and I'm going to, don't worry, I'm going to do an episode on that too. But my back is clearing up um, because I'm paying attention to what I'm putting on my body too. And But I'm not fully committed to the non-pore cloggers in my hair and my body yet. So this is about mainly like <laughs> the face. If you've ever heard the term inflammation, which is like inflammation ages you, that's like what you put in your body and what you put on your body. So again, even if you're not acne prone and you're not worried about acne, if you're worried about aging and the products that can cause that, listen up. I've slowly switched. And even though it's mostly on my back, it my face, like it used to get these little clogged pores that like no one would look at me and think I have acne, but like on my cheek, if you're watching on YouTube, on my like cheek, jawline, chin, everyone knows if I drank like coffee from a coffee shop or like that I bought at the grocery store, I would get bad like hormonal breakouts. But even when I didn't get those, I had clogged pores. I literally do not have those right now. And like, we're going to keep going. We're going to make sure that like that is the case. Um, with like not changing anything else, but I am a firm believer and I've not even been doing it for like a month and my skin has totally changed. And so let's, let's go through what are pore cloggers and you're going to have someone say that they don't matter. You're going to have research support it and not like that's for everything. Right. So Basically, where it comes from is there are different comedogenic scales. What is a comedome? There's a couple of different types of acne. And when I speak to my patients, I explain it as comedonal acne or like clogged pores versus inflammatory acne, which are like your big cystic painful bumps, usually on the jawline. Um, but the ones that we're specifically talking about right now are is comedonal. And I, I'll say, you know, they're like skin colored. They don't really do anything. They don't they don't get mad or angry unless they're trying to make it out and then they just go away. They don't come up to where they're super deep under the skin. You can't pop them, anything like that. Um, so basically your whiteheads and blackheads that just kind of sit there and don't do anything. So there are three different comedogenic scoring systems, um, Kligman, Morris, and Fulton, and they have a scale, like they'll give an ingredient, a scale of zero to three or zero to five, depending on the scale. So a lot of times, if you go to the websites that will talk about this, they are incorporating it from multiples of these scales. And it's, it's more nuanced than the scale alone. Like I don't, I don't agree with that. Like you can't just look at a scale and say, Oh, that's going to cause breakouts. And here's why you, first of all, the research also to back it is on first, it was on rabbit ears. So it's like, who's to say that's going to be the same as someone's face back, whatever. And then the other ones, when they finally did like revisit it and do it on humans, it was patches on their back and that's under occlusion. Like we have so many people talking about you have to even be careful with slugging because it's Vaseline and it occludes. Basically what that means is it's trapping everything underneath. Do we know if the skin was cleansed properly? Like there's just so many factors that go into it that it just, it's just not 
a one size fits all. We have to also consider where the ingredient is on the ingredient list. Like if it's at the very top, that means it's really concentrated. If it's at the very bottom, then it it may be fine. A lot of things like a less than 2%, even though they score high on the acne scale, it's not enough to pose a threat. But then also, if there's things like salicylic acid or like the natural form willow bark, then if there's an, a poor clogging ingredient in there, it, it's probably fine. So like, <laughs> I know that's all clear as mud, but that is for me to say it's not cut and dry. It is definitely a case-by-case basis. So I'm going to try to make this as simple as possible when it is pretty complicated. Um, and it's not just like super straightforward. You, I mean, and sorry, last thought on this. You have to consider if you're leaving it on your skin, like if it's a serum, a gel, lotion, you know, cream, or if it's cleanser and you're rinsing it off or like a mask and you're rinsing it off too. So how do we avoid pore cloggers? The list is very, very long. So like the first things that I look for, there's there's three things and I have honorable mentions too. But the three things I would look for first are, is alcohol. And that's not necessarily a pore clogger. It's an irritant and it's disrupting your skin's barrier. So like if your skin is not as at its best, even this, the most like minute thing is going to irritate it. And that can present as, as acne. And I have solely had it to where their barrier, one of my patients was just barrier damage. We repaired the barrier and their acne went away. So first of all, don't, I would not use anything with alcohols. And a lot of the times it says alcohol do not. Um, There's a lot of different ways that they can, that they can list that ingredient, but it's basically just alcohol. So no skincare products with alcohols in them. Coconut oil. I get so many patients to say, I was just so dry, so I just used coconut oil. And then they had like this terrible acne breakout. Again, if you're not acne prone, you use coconut oil, like don't come for me. <laughs> but if you're someone that's acne prone, that's struggling with that, they can't seem to get their skin cleared, stop using coconut oil. And a lot of people use that in like DIY and they think it's great. And it is like it has antibacterial properties. It also, I think, has a natural SPF in it. But as far as acne goes, it's a no-no. Like you don't want anything, any coconut type thing in your skincare products or in your makeups. And red pigments. And this is hard because red pigments are in blushes. They're in self tanners. That's where they get you a lot of times. And a lot of people will be like, well, I can't self tan because I just get breakouts. There are definitely ones out there that don't have red in them. Um, And it's mainly going to be the ones that like when you put them on, they're clear or the foam is white because it doesn't have those dyes in there. So those are my three like things I mainly look for is alcohol, coconut oil, and red pigments. And here are my honorable mentions. A lot of people are moving towards people, brands are moving towards, I don't even know the word, like they, it's algae basically. So 
and there's different ways that you can say algae that does not even have algae in, in the name of the ingredient, but this is causing breakouts or like a source of increasing breakouts if you're already acne prone. So watch out for that. And then this is not necessarily going to cause breakouts, but fragrance, because we know this is an endocrine disruptor. So that might even be a source of like your cystic hormonal acne. Um, it's not necessarily a poor clogger, but for me personally, if there is fragrance in it, I am not going to use it on my, like in skincare and in makeup. We all know that there are certain fragrance things that I don't want to get rid of and I'm having a hard time and we're going to do it, but not right now. I'm talking about skincare and makeup and if you're super acne prone and working through this, all the other ones, because there are a lot of potentially poor clogging ingredients. What I used to do is there are two different search engines. Clear Stem has one. And then there's a website called Acne NYC. And they, they're a little bit different. That's why I like both of them. So what I would do is copy and paste ingredients in both of the engines and see if they reacted in either one of them. The problem is once I started to deep dive more is that it's not as like I said, nuanced as just a simple search engine because, again, it matters where it is on the ingredient list, um, what it's paired with, things like that. So I've started to manually do that. I don't expect you guys to do that. Um, but what I've done is there's two really good websites that you can go to that list every single ingredient out. And what you can do is, and it's very time consuming. And I've gotten to the point, I've been doing it for a couple of weeks now that I can kind of eyeball it. And I think you'll get there too, if this is something you're really passionate about for yourself, or if you're going to ser serve others in this way, but you can copy the ingredient and then on these website pages do control F and then search the doc like the page for that ingredient. And honestly though, if it's more than like 20 ingredients, I don't really want it on my face or anyways. So if if you look at something and it's got a ton in it, then you probably don't want that on your skin anyways. Um, a lot of things that I'm looking at have like 10, 15 ingredients, which is, again, time consuming. But if you're really on this non-pore clogging train, like it is what it is. So another way is I'm going to slowly add to my um, shop my shelf. If you ever go to my social media, my TikTok, YouTube, um, Instagram at the top, like your LinkedIn bio that everyone talks about that has one. <laughs> the LinkedIn bio will always have like shop my posts or like discount codes, things like that. And in shop my shelf, it's going to have an acne safe like page. And I'll slowly add to that. Like, again, I'm not stressing myself out about it. And 
like the makeup that I currently use, I'm going to put on there, the skincare products I'm going to put on there because I'm going to be offering this service to help people determine their root cause of acne in the very near future. And I want them to be able to shop that page with ease. So it's going to be a complete like cleansers, moisturizers, have a lot of skincare products I'm trying because I'm not going to recommend something if I have not tried it. I just won't. Even if I trust somebody that I have tried some of their things and then they think this is good too. Like I, I just, I, I cannot in good faith do that. And I've really never done that. Um, but then also when people will DM me or text me and ask me questions, I'll just say, you know, you could try this, but I've not personally tried it. Um, and maybe I'll also do that too. Like in the shop, my shelf notes say, um, you know, I've not personally tried it, but there are no pore cloggers in here or, Whatever. So just make sure that when you go to shop, you're reading my notes and then also make sure that you're looking a lot of these things I have discount codes with. So um, they're going to be more expensive. That's just the reality of it. I'm definitely going to make sure that I'm doing more affordable options. And when I say more expensive, I'm I'm saying like instead of twenty dollars, they're like 40 or 50. Like it's not astronomical. Everyone has a budget and a lot of people are like, I'm not going to pay that for skincare or makeup. And you know what? Fair. Everybody is different. So I'll make sure to do personal shops for myself. And then like the people that I'm learning from, I'm always mentioning on my social media and you can definitely follow them, get to know it, them if if they're your style too, if you if you trust in them and trust their recommendations. So make sure that you are definitely following me on Instagram and TikTok. Um, my personal page is Vanapedia underscore MP. And of course we have mom guilt podcast is Instagram, but then like TikTok is it's all under my personal. So just make sure for any updates you are on those channels. And again, even if you feel like you're not acne prone, I would highly recommend you look into this because I, my skin's never been better. It's never been softer. And I really think with doing this and doing my microcurrent, like we've talked about, red light therapy, that I will be able to do neurotoxins less and less. Maybe I am not saying this, but maybe even get to the point where I don't feel like I need or want Botox anymore. And I can't promise you that, but I'm starting to feel that way more and more. Like right now, I'm probably getting Botox once every five to six months. So like twice a year. And even when it's worn off, I'm like, do I even really want to get it? Whereas I was at the place, but a, a lot of that is mental. I've done a lot of inner work and not putting my worth and my value in what I look like. So I, but I'm still a pretty vain person. Let's be real. But I used to be to where I wouldn't even go three months. Like I start moving, I'm getting the neurotoxin. If I am deflating, I'm getting the filler. I have not gotten filler in over a year, which again, when you work in it, like in the field of dermatology, that's like abnormal if that's your thing. And it used to be my thing. Like I'd probably get filler every, every couple of months um, just to keep up with it. But 
I haven't gotten it in forever. I've actually dissolved a lot of it and I love it. Not to mention that I'm spending less money. I'm not trying things. So like if you're the person that's like, I keep trying all these things and nothing's working. Um, I can genuinely say like, I feel relieved because I'm not trying all of these things, spending my money on trying to find the thing that I love and work because there's only this like small amount of things that meet the criteria for me to buy them. And again, I'm not going to buy anything more if it has fragrance in it for skincare and makeup. And I'm not going to buy anything that has pore cloggers in it, um, especially for like face, blush, bronzer, foundation, concealer, setting powder, setting spray, things like that. I mean, I, because I'm not acne prone, I may continue to just have my eye stuff like mascara, eyeliner, um, not be non-pore clogging, but we will see. That's to be determined. So payoffs, your skin looks amazing. You feel good. It may be even to the point where you don't feel like you need neurotoxins, aka Botox is one of the brand names for that. It just, I don't know. It's, I didn't think I would be this hype about it, but I am. That's why I like slowly mentioned it in these episodes and like previous episodes, I was like, I, to, to be determined. And then also on social media, Instagram, TikTok, I was like, we're going to start talking more about like more of a holistic approach, but I've started to do it and I've started to fall in love with it. You know what? We're going down the rabbit hole. I, I had a, I had a patient come in and I was like, you know, maybe I'll just stop here or <laughs> She was like, no, I think, I think you're already down the rabbit hole and you're just going to keep on going with this holistic approach. I said, you know what? You're probably right because I love it. But again, thank you for letting me evolve. I'll never stop saying that because I do understand that a lot of people that are here and maybe you're here and you're like, I started following you in the beginning when you loved Accutane and you know, and I just appreciate that we're able to have conversations, we're able to evolve and listen to each other. And if you don't agree with me, fine, great, dandy. Um, but at least we're educated on it, right? I will continue to talk about this. And if you want me to do like a deeper dive behind like why ingredients are pore clogging, most common ones. Like this was just the tip of the iceberg and like how to get started if you want to get started down this road and the information and knowledge that I am okay putting out there as an expert. Um, you know, when I talk about mental health things, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm not an expert. This is just worked, what worked for me, what works for my family. But I do consider myself an expert in in the field of skin. So I wanted to share that with you guys and what I have learned so far. Um, and we'll keep going with this if you want us to. <laughs> but don't forget, rate and review. I'm trying to keep it both like big talks. I feel like this is not necessarily a big talk, but this is more of like a... Um, more skincare beauty thing, which we haven't done in a few weeks. So thought I'd catch us up on that and pivot a little into the more holistic realm. I hope you enjoyed it. 
I will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. Before you go, to grow our Mom Guilt community, rate and review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Find and follow us on Instagram at Mom Guilt Podcast and on TikTok at Vanapadia underscore NP. You can also watch each episode on video form at my YouTube channel, Vanna Padilla. Last but not least, always remember, take what you need and it's okay to want more. See you next time, Mama. Mama.